Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast for November 22nd, 2016, podcast number 94. Whoa. <laughs> We're still here. We haven't given up yet. No. We're fighting. It's we a might t- be a day late. Yeah, it's a it, Tuesday. Who even noticed? If you noticed, hit us on Twitter. Where are we on Twitter? How did you find us? I am Numb Bills Fan on Twitter. And I'm Numb Bills Adam D. Also, NumbBillsFan.com has all of our previous episodes. It has an article once a week thrown up by Scott Campbell. Scott uh, Campbell 13 on Twitter. Sorry sorry to cut you off. Oh, whatever. Get it out there. Instagram, too. He's a party animal. Ladies, if you want to have a dance-off, that's your man. Scott Campbell 13. He'll write a game preview article every week. And he'll, you know, send it in at Friday at 4 a.m., and uh, I'll get to it at Friday at 4 a.m., which is really Yo, Saturday, 4 a.m. He nailed it this week, too. And he did. He did. I mean, his keys to the game were the keys to the game. Don't believe me? Go look. Numbillsfan.com. That's where you can find all of our shit. It's awesome. 7 o'clock Wednesdays, a.k.a. tomorrow, uh, we have a show presented by BillsForLife.com on Facebook Live. Yeah, the Facebook Live show. Facebook.com, NumbillsFan. And uh, we interact with everybody. It's pretty rad. Lastly, we are brought to you by PunchDrunkSports.com. It is building its empire as we speak with the Punch of Sports podcast. And we are the podcast that covers the Buffalo Bills, the one and only podcast that will cover the Buffalo Bills for PunchDrunkSports.com. As of now, they have articles up. They have all sorts of things that are really rad about sports across the board. You're in the UFC. You're in a lot of stuff especially UFC, they will definitely cover that. And it's not really something that's covered on ESPN or whatever. And don't expect ESPN. Expect a good comedy or a good podcast by three comedians, uh, R.A. Shafir, Jason Tebow, and Sam Tripoli. I look at it like they call sports how it is. It's not like they're trying to be funny with sound effects and stupid stuff. Find them on Twitter at Punchrunk. So, the Buffalo Bills just... uh, Knocked off the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. What were you doing during the game? Where were you? I was home, just chilling. Kid too, or no? Oh, yeah. Dad? Yeah, always. Where does he ever go? I don't know. I'm not, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much my game day, unless I roll out with you guys. Unless, unless I'm with you, you that, that's probably what I'm doing. Got the snacks, the Skittles. Or no, I didn't even have Lucky Skittles this week. We won. How? How's that even a thing? I know. I really look forward to anything that brings me luck. And it's like if the team wins with this one jersey, I wear it again and they lose. Uh, you know how that goes. For me, I did something I usually don't do. And I didn't even tell you this. Um, my friend Andrew was having people over. For like a little Thanksgiving thing with his, for his dad and um, a few friends. And uh, I ended up going to my friends to, to his house and I brought my digital antenna because he doesn't have cable. Apparently he's got, I think he just got dished 
maybe like today. And I'm like, all right, I'll bring my digital antenna. I'll just plug it in. No big deal. Well, almost through halftime, I'm watching it off my phone. And uh, his brother Nick comes over finally. And Nick used to work for Time Warner. Yeah, so he used to be the cable guy. I was about to, I was about to drop that. I was about to be like, yo, isn't his brother yeah, like he was. a cable guy? Yeah. He was. So what Nick did is he, he we bypassed him. Well, we, I just sat there and watched on a recliner. He bypassed the antenna, plugged in the stupid-ass cable already. And they actually got the game, and, and not in high, not in high def, but eventually what ends up happening is people migrate to the room. They watch football. Keep in mind, none of these people except for one dude in there gave a shit about football, like at all. Like my friends will watch it, but they usually that's the crowd that rests on me. Oh, you're gonna go watch dudes run around and uh, lower the head and hit each other. Cool, cool. So you don't want to come ride dirt bikes? You want to like? You're going to go watch a bunch of, you know, men just run around and stuff and play team stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, actually, yes. And I'm going to take offense to it. And usually they get what they want, which is me flipping out. So that works for them. They win. I lose. So I'm on the couch. Yeah. People like when you flip out. I'm on the couch. I don't couch. know what it is I about. I don't know why. People love antagonizing. I, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience. Anyways, carry on. Because I'm the dude that's going to tell you what the score is. And everybody wants to take a jab back at me. And that's fine. But I'm a little sensitive. I'll be honest. So I'm at this. I'm, I'm oh, doing... no. The Bills are on a level with my kids. Like, don't fuck with them. Right. So, you know. Get here, mad defense. Here we are, fourth quarter. And there's like half, half of the fourth quarter is gone. The couch has got everybody on it. My friend Nick's like, oh, here we go. That play's going to cost it for the Bills. They're, Dave, that's it, man. And I'm just, like, biting my tongue. Like, I'm not going to give them what they want. But let me let you know that I was boiling. Like, I am shocked that my blood just didn't, like, boil me dead. I was, like, just going to sit here. I'm just going to breathe. And, man, why did they run the same play? Man, they got them on the same. The, the Bengals got them on the same play, which was, like, the halfback over the middle of the field. You know, I think on the Bengals' last drive or something. And it's like, no, man, I, I, no, <laughs> no, I'm not biting. And they're not even trying because that's just how Bill's football is. It's like, oh, here they go, the losers. Here they go. And it sucks. It is really hard. It's really hard because I wanted them to win so bad. I'm like, I don't care if dude... Shits on the ground in front of Andy Dalton, and Andy Dalton just like slips in it and like dies. I just need the Bills to win this game. I, I, I can't take this. I really can't. And it was just like a surreal moment of, okay, this is why I don't go to the bar anymore to watch important games. This is why I don't. And it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It could have been pretty bad with them busting my balls because they know how to get under my skin. It, it was actually a fun. I had a fun time. Like it worked out. It yeah, definitely like, worked out. But like for the most for for the end. The, the last 10 minutes of the game, I'm like, Ugh! It can't be that much worse than some so of the shit man. you hear up in 331, though. And, and, and that's a different story because those people paid $680 <laughs> a fucking seat. <laughs> so they could just talk some shit, lift up their head from their iPhone and go, Oh, man, that Gilmore sucks. Oh, man. Oh, he really sucks. Man, number 10, huh? Hmm. <laughs> he ain't even worth top 50 cornerback money. Huh. Yeah, what about this guy? That's, can he get so-and-so on a practice squad? Huh. What about Antoine Winfield? Did, did he die yet? 
<laughs> you know, that's like what I hear in a stadium. So, you know, should have never let go of Antoine Winfield. But you're right. But, like, <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, stop. Man, look at all the players they let go, which they have let go a lot. But, like, you, you know... Shit, Yo, I'm digging to, a hole. I might have to go like chop that that little segment right there. I that don't was, know. That's fun. But that's what you're dealing with, man. That's what you're dealing with as a Bills fan. And that moment on the couch with people, because I've been insulated. Usually I'm just watching it with a couple other people and, and, and no trolls involved. And whenever somebody goes, oh, man, I want to bring my, oh, so-and-so wants to come over. I'm like, you know, it's not my place to say if they should or not, but I'll be dead fucking honest. When I hear that somebody wants to come out, and, I, and I'm just like, shit, now I'm going to get my balls busted. And, like, this isn't me watching this game. This is, like, some other person, caveman survival instinct, when I'm watching these games. Every freaking mini camp rep, you're living and dying on it. And you're in shorts. And you're like, how the hell is the Bills at 500 or a game under 500, middle of the season, they got to beat this, and somehow Motor City Madness Nugent never misses a kick, and this time he missed two extra points, which we're going to do. I know. But I'm just saying, what what made me say that is I actually paid for preseason tickets one year. Uh, I think the first year Shane Gailey was in town. And I sat in a corner seat, and this dude just kept going, the dude! And like every time he came out to kick. So I've always referenced Les Pauls and Ted Nugent to the Nugent kicker. And let me tell you, that dude has not really missed. But that was really my game experience. And I, I'm so glad they won, just so I didn't have to hear it. Everything just went, you know, good. It went good for me. You know what? It worked you hear, out. You hear it anyways, though. Oh, they got fucking lucky. Oh, squeak, squeak that one out, man. You know what? They but did. But you know what? It, it was an ugly game. I, I, I can admit that. What? Uh, you want to talk lucky? What do you explain? I didn't watch a lick of this game at all. But how do you explain the Dolphins? I'm looking at the ticker. And it's like, okay, cool. It's only 14-7. Or, or 10-7 or whatever, or whatever the hell the score was. They were down a touchdown. The touchdown won it the, for the Dolphins. And it's like, oh, scoring alert. And, and it was like 50 seconds left of that game. I'm like, of course Jeff Fisher and the Rams ruined it. Of course they did. And now the Dolphins. I can't believe that Dolphins, dude has a job. And Tannehill actually looks like a good quarterback this year. Damn it. Yo, he always looks like a good quarterback sometimes. Like. He's, yo, he's had a lot of flashes. Like there, you know, I, I see enough of them to know that like, it could be worse. <laughs> no, you're totally right. But I, I just, th- this speaking for all Bills fans, we're sick of being in this five and five position every year. And then the Raiders squeak out a victory. It's almost like at this point you got to hope the Raiders win the division and you got to hope that the Chiefs lose more no, I, and uh, that the it, Broncos lose more because what what if you get what if you get too far behind in Miami? You got them coming up. You're obviously not catching the Patriots where it looked like for I actually watched that on First World Sports. Um, I mean, oh. it, it, <laughs> I, don't admit, I don't give a shit. Go find it. Goodell. Goodell. Yeah. Goodell I, 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 actually, I actually streamed it because they decided not to put the damn Patriots game on, which 
it's kind of like an important game, but okay. I'll watch the Eagles. Yeah, no, I may or may not have definitely watched. Oh, you did? A certain, you... a certain wrestling pay-per-view <laughs> on that very same website this weekend. So I, I'm like watching this and I'm like, wow, Kaepernick is actually looking okay. And then what do you know? They can't move the ball, and the Patriots eventually keep getting better field position. And then it takes Tom Brady three plays, and then there's a touchdown. And then you watch the Patriots just really just, like, pile on points. Like, they're really just piling on stats. Tom Brady's, like, 17 yards from 300 yards for the game. Guess what the Patriots do with a minute 30 left? Because you're not up 17 points. Oh, let's just... Oh, well, let's get it. All oh, that next thing you know, dude says... Oh, well, LeGarrette Blunt's under 100 yards. What do you know? They get him 100 yards, and they try to desperately get him in the end zone. And it's like, you know, I kind of do the same thing because I had a franchise mode with some dudes from Building the Herd, and we did a franchise, and I totally stockpiled like 71 points on this kid, and I got my ass whooped in some other from some other guys. and like, yo, I dropped like... 72 points, I think. And I told him, hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to build up some XP. But, like, (laughs) you know, Tom Brady's done that how many times? And it's, like, really, just so at the end of the year you look at the conversation. Well, you know, Tom Brady, Hall of Famer, or no. And you know what? I got to admit, I can't even say that because Tom Brady looks better than ever. When the hell is Tom Brady, like, moving around? You're not wrong. It's some Tecmo bullshit, and they don't need to do it. Nah, I'm just getting... I don't care. I wish the Bills could pile up points. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, no. I mean, if I... I don't care if every player on the roster got hurt. Pile on them points, because I trust the Doug Wavey to find some guys like Groy to step right in and and, and fit. Want to just go there? Yo, Groy, man. He, uh... Never heard his name mentioned, did you? I can live with that. I can live with what I saw. That he ain't no Eric Wood. But damn, he he tagged right in, held it down. I thought I thought we were gonna be getting blown up, blown up, blown up, blown up. Because like I said, it, I said it on the last podcast, I was nervous. I was nervous watching him come in when Eric Wood broke his leg. I was like, oh shit, this kid's getting blown up a little bit. But nah. We good. We good against the Bengals. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm satisfied if if he can meet that if if that's if that's what we get if that's his average baseline right there. I can live with him finishing this season. He really, you know, when you don't hear a guy's name called and and they're not even mentioning Eric Wood, that's pretty sweet. And he had some healthy competition on the other side of him. I mean, really, just I, I kind of look at, at, at things in a way of if you're a GM, you got to find guys to step in. You got to, in, in the heat of the moment, uh, this kid, Groy went to Wisconsin, and Wisconsin is like offensive lineman, like Mecca. <laughs> you know, so he came from a good school. You hear the guy talk. He's smart. He's really smart. And honestly, with these guys, the center now, granted, he could play anywhere. That's like that's as what bad they, as I'm on. That's what they say. So I, I, I look at things like 
you got a guy, Geno Atkins, right in front of you. Where was he? What did he do? Speaking of names, I didn't hear very much. Exactly. You know, so, now granted, Groy was on the Murph show, and, and he mentioned, uh, he's like, look, we did some things to neutralize him. He wasn't directly over me, obviously. You know, it's not that kind of no tackle. But he, he's like, you know, we chipped him on the way and did, did what, like, they definitely, like, neutralized him, and they did that with J.J. Watt last year, the Bills. And, um, you know, it, they're they very good. And they did it earlier in the year with, uh, I forgot his name there, from the Rams. Aaron Donald? Is that yeah. It? And, um, you know, testament to the coaching staff. What I love is that kid was with Aaron Cromer on the Bears. So I love the 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 interlinkings of previous coaching staffs and previous players that that Doug Whaley is they're they're open minded. You know what I mean? They're like, you know what, they like that guy. Or it's just an agreement, like, hey, we're just gonna get guys that you've already used. Now here's who you've used, here's who they stack up against. And or they might go to the coach, hey, here's a list of names, which I'm sure they do. Who do you want? I I wonder if the if it's ever the coaching staff approaching the front office being like, Hey, you know, this kid I know this kid I know from Chicago is available or what or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder I, I kind of wonder know, maybe we can clean them up. He kind of I wonder got, if that which, which direction that works and more often or not the the front office approaching the the coaching staff or the other way around, you know. Whatever it is, the Bills seem to find depth. And that's pretty sweet. You know, and, and that's something where like I said, I don't care if they want to pile up points and everybody gets hurt. I mean, look at Mike Gillisley. That kid is he can hold it down. Right. I mean, you know, you just have to be you have to be good at the right, you know, sometimes it's the right place at the right time and you never know who's connected to who. Like one guy I wanted to make sure we talked about today was uh Brandon Tate and he spent some time on Cincinnati's practice squad. How did you know, you know, who saw him that got him who got him a shot here, you know? And man, I I I just love seeing him strike back at his at his former team like that, you know, I, I, I feel like there was like a little extra motivation. He had some real big plays. He's, you know, doing his thing. Brandon in the Tate game. looked like a man who was lit on fire. I'm and, saying like, and, I think and granted, he, he returned some kicks, but like he, you know, like you said, we talked about it earlier. He caught the ball. The yards at the catch exploded, exploded. And, and, and uh, not to cut you off, but uh, Danny Crossman, the special teams coach who I put the task before the season started, which, um, you know, sometimes the special teams are a little inconsistent. But overall, they've had big plays in special teams, which is cool. Um, but I will say, he mentioned Brandon Tate. He's like, yeah, he's a guy that is very hard for people to take down. And even Donald Jones mentioned it. And he goes, you know, I hate to admit it, but one time he was running down the field and he just popped me with some stiff arm. And I'm just like, what? So, you know, once you get him rolling, he's just going to, like, Yo, tear he through, did, dude. He did scare the shit out of me for a second there in the Why? game, though. When he went running at that at that punt that was on the ground, I was like, what are you doing? Don't touch that. Yeah, I was like, what, what's he doing? <laughs> scared the shit out of me. 
Yeah, I had no clue what he was doing. I, I because my rule of thumb, I always thought was like, if you ain't near it, you better like, you might as well just run out of bounds and go run to the bench. Like, don't even that nobody's figured out how to consistently pick up a football. Okay, I don't want to be near it. I really don't because these refs can't see. They're like three blind mice out there, every single crew. And okay, maybe not. It's a joke. <laughs> Unless you're watching the Texans game last night. Nope. Okay. I was sleeping. I went to bed early last night. I went to bed at like seven thirty. <laughs> I was tired from shoveling, man. That lake effect snow is no joke, Dave. It's heavy. They call it heart attack snow. You gotta breathe, man. Can't I'm fat. You gotta shovel more. I can't I'm fat. <laughs> Alright, well, you know, you said it. I I think you're fine. Just saying. I'm not hitting on you, I'm just you know, being nice here. Now I'm um, Bill's fan mouth breathing brought to you by Golden Corral. Uh, I'm dying. So, so that win was pretty ugly. You know, it really was. It wasn't pretty. But I'm sorry, a lot of teams have ugly wins. And again, just like the stats with the Patriots, people are going to look back, well, look how many yards he threw that game. They're not going to go, oh, there was like 100 yards and they're already up by 17 points. You know, and they're not going to say that. You know, but so it's like you just look at the wins and losses. The Bills are 5 and 5. Very disappointing. Um, It's always. Around this time of year, every year for me, I'm like, should have won that game, should have won that game. The hell did you do that game? You know, and I'll tell you what, if this team makes the playoffs, it's a very, I feel like they're uh, going to be a very grateful team. Because this is a lot of adversity that the team has faced so far. Really break it down. 0-2, you fire Greg Roman. Of course, it lights a fire under the team's ass. They win four games. They're four and two. Their playoff odds go like through the roof compared to where they were at 0 and 2. Now, now, now we're down, down to 30% at 5 and 5 with the way they've been And also you had injuries, of course, because that just seems to be like what happens as a Bills fan. Uh, every team has injuries, as they say, I guess. But look. Look at Andy Dalton after A.J. Green bounced. He did not throw many deep balls at all. I think he only had a few over X amount of yards, like I think 15. So, you know, that was probably that was probably the most important play Stephon Gilmore has made this season was taking that dude out of the game. What, like that second offensive play? It was ridiculous. I feel bad for A.J. Green. He's going to be out for at least four weeks. Yeah, he's going to miss some serious. I mean, I thought it might be season. You I know mean, what? You know what, though? That's It's pretty much a wrap for them anyways. That's like six and a half losses because they have that tie now. So Cincinnati's three, six, and one. He might want to rest up. But he might want to pad those stats. Well, <laughs> I, would, uh, I would go with the rest. If I were him, but that's why I don't do anything competitive for a living. I just thought that um, it, what what was weird is 
Adrian Green, Green goes out, and 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 Andy Dalton was still completing passes. And oh yeah, I mean he spread that around, but it, it wasn't he wasn't over the top though. You know, forty three attempts, twenty four completions, two hundred seven yards, average of four point eight, a touchdown, two picks, QB rating of fifty seven. Not good, but no, no, that's not that's not a good day for Andy Dalton. But you had eight guys with receptions. I mean. Giovanni but, Bernard had five receptions alone. You know, Taj Boyd to, to showed be, up. To be fair, Tyrod had eight eight receivers this week too. Okay, so I'm not. Yeah, but Tyrod had pedestrian numbers again. Yeah, he had his pedestrian. 166 numbers. yards, no no touchdowns, an interception, but he did complete 70.4 percent of his passes. So. He had a lot of he had a lot of little quick strikes. He he seemed he seemed to really lose his confidence after that pick. Yeah, and, and I'll be honest with you, I think he needs to hang in the pocket more. He needs to hang in the pocket more because there was one play in, in particular where they showed the replay, and it's like when he rolled out to his left, the whole left side of the line from Groy Incognito to Glenn held up. And and on the right side, I think even Miller was held up, but somebody might have shot between Miller and Groy, and somebody was coming around the edge on the right tackle. But I feel like he could have stepped up into it a little bit more. And the fact that he he just abandoned the pocket. Now, granted, this is on TV. I can't see who's open or not. But the fact that he abandoned it. Oh, actually, I think this is one of the ones where I thought Charles Clay was open. So he rolls out to his left, and it seems like. Around the right tackle, because he rolled out, he was the right. The defensive end was able to get a better angle on Tyrod Taylor after he left the pocket. Do you follow what I'm saying? Well, yeah, no, I mean, and that's probably no coincidence. They probably were like, yo, if he goes this way, like minimize him, take this angle, bring it in. You know, what I mean, like they they know to look for that. They they have to know at this point because. We've seen it so much. No, I'm totally with you. You, you just, I, I really think that there's a lot of things going on that, that, that a lot of people. I mean, when you have a guy like that, and sorry to cut you off, when you have a guy like that, you have nothing else you can do to defend that except for, you know, wait for it. And you got to assume that that's one of those situations where they really do be like, don't come in. Don't come in north to south. Like you got to angle in on that. It's like a. It's like when you you're playing man and they got contained. You know? Exactly. Exactly. But it's like it was weird because the dude came from the opposite edge to put the pressure on him. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's not like dude just shut off the block might, from from again. Glenn. Might not be any. Might not be a coincidence though. Right. Might right. be exactly exactly how it's drawn up. Another game where Tyrod just looked different from the game previously against Seattle. I thought we saw, uh, I thought we saw like something really cool. Right now, I really feel like the Cincinnati defense played it played to Tyrod's tendencies. Though I, I feel like they they really kind of had his number. And he had, you know, he was settling for all these little, like, checkdowns to Charles Clay. 
nothing. I mean, that's better than taking a sack or loss of yardage or going three and out or whatever. But we say it every week. Um, there's a lot of plays where he makes things happen that other quarterbacks can't make happen. But the more time that goes on, and I'm just being, this is me being the most negative on Tyrod I've ever really been, but the more time that goes on, it almost seems like he puts himself in these situations. And after that pick, he was very impatient, very impatient. And again, watching on TV, I've preached about it a lot. I, I, I have a heart. I, I wish they offer multiple camera angles for real. Like I would pay so much money. I would pay 40 bucks a game. I bet to have that camera angle at home. No joke. No joke. <laughs> if anybody from the NFL wants to wire me that feed, I would pay 40 bucks a game for real. Just to have that same view that I have that I'm used to. I don't care if it's all 22. I just want to see who's open. You know, and, and there's a play where Tyrod Taylor steps up into the pocket. He misses Charles Clay. That's still a hard throw. It's a far throw. And, yes, that is one where we've seen guys a la Tom Brady make that exact play to his big-ass tight end down the field. And and, and I want to see, look, Tyrod Taylor is great because he does not turn the ball over. That's huge. At the same time, I'm starting to almost think that would another quarterback that doesn't put himself in that position be able to get the ball out quicker and have confidence in his routes? But you have the other side, another side of this whatever Robics cube or whatever how you want to Robics cube whatever uh, that cube that you spin around with the yeah uh, no I I know what you meant so what is it It's a Rubik's cube the Rubik's cube. The, All right. What the Robux cube, like like the old Sears catalog? Yes, the Sears Robux cube. It's like it's like another angle is Tyrod Taylor's really missing targets. He's missing guys that he had chemistry with in Sammy Watkins, and, and it's like here we go again. Oh, it's going to take a game for Sammy Watkins. Who knows if he's going to come back? Should be announced around this time. You heard his podcast if you're up to date on a Tuesday. So. Uh, he's getting checked out by Dr. Andrew, actually, to see if there's another procedure. Now, look, he's missing guys, so there's that trust factor. At the same time, there is no chemistry at all with Charles Clay, like none. And and to me, I was psyched on Charles Clay because we always say, what's the football speak of a tight end? A quarterback's best friend is a tight end. You look at a guy like Greg Olson. You look at a guy like Gronk, obviously. And I hate when people say this. If Gronk you is not a, a first ballot Hall you? of Famer, you're out of your mind. And I wish he played for the Bills. And it sucks because he's so big. <laughs> At the same time, if he played for the Bills, he wouldn't throw him the fucking ball anyways. But that's kind of how I feel. Like, can we just get this bulldozer to damn ball? We got a little mini bulldozer and, and Brandon Tate showing up. You got Harvin, who's known to run through people. This team gets healthy with Watkins, who's a thick-bodied receiver as well. Super freak athlete. LaShawn McCoy is going to be back. Sounds like he had surgery on his hand, a.k.a. It sounds like they made a slit to pretty much slide a ligament over. I don't Obviously not to cut a ligament, but to yep. slide it over to pop his bone back in place, which is cool because he probably just has an incision. It's going to be sore. It's muscle. Duh. But I'm saying, like, this team to be fair, when I had surgery, coming up. When I had surgery to have the pins out of my hand when my hand was broken, that shit hurt like fucking hell. Yeah, but it sounds like... 
they couldn't pop. And that was just a little. That was just a little slip. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I'm I saying when saying. they came out. I mean, you know, I had. I mean, I was all jacked up for a These while. These guys are so. treated like horses. You know, they're they're just. Uh, it's so weird. No, like, but I mean, we just downplay surgery like it's nothing. Like, oh yeah, he's just in for a mic for a, a quick scope. What? what? He's going onto a fucking table, and they're going to like what? Like, like slice oh, you open. In a couple of spots, stick a tube in, blow you up with air, stick a camera in, stick a light in. No big fucking deal. Right? Right? It's like, I, I, oh man. So what I was saying is, Charles Clay, I've been waiting. I dropped him on my fantasy team. I already talked about this last week. And that Robert Woods pickup I talked about, I think on Facebook Live, for some reason they did not show up and he got removed from my team, but that's okay because he got hurt. Uh, sorry, Robert. That's not okay. That kind of sucks. That sucks. He had his best game of his career, and then this. It's a knee, they're saying a knee sprain or a strain. I've heard conflicting reports that it was ACL and I heard MCL. I'm not sure which one. Uh, it could be a typo. But he's going to miss weeks is what I do know. He's definitely out against Jacksonville. All I know is if Sammy Watkins can freaking walk up and down a damn hallway, hey Sammy, go to Disney World, test out your feet. Okay, uh, don't even take your kids. Don't go even to go Disney back to World last season with and that. Test shit. out your feet, and you got but no, you bring Doug up a good Moron Marone coming in town, drink, and you gotta freaking do it. You gotta play, Sammy. Get on the fucking field, calling it like that. I want to see it. You and Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin was not expecting that workload this week. Very disappointing if you're a Percy Harvin fan. But who is in this room? So, I look at it like Sammy Watkins. Yeah, well, let's talk about this. Where we're at right now, we have Harvin. We have Justin Hunter, Marquise Goodwin, and Brandon Tate. And that is it. We have four wide receivers. You know, I think a lot of coaches have gamesmanship things they do. Oh, so-and-so's not going to be right. I'm going to be honest. Rex Ryan has been pretty, like, dead blunt about it. And, and you know what? He might put a message out there to his team, which we'll get into later about the defensive backs but um, and, and everybody else on notice on the team. But I, I will say, when they say that they're not sure if Sammy Watkins is going to really play or not, I believe that they're really not sure and he's, they have to go through the evaluation. Because I was not buying the bullshit that, oh, Harvin needs to be in football shape. No, clearly Harvin needs to be in football shape. Yeah. Like, clearly. Right off the couch, as they say. And uh, it, 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 it's just frustrating. Because he I feel, needs to see, be See, I feel fucked there. up saying it. Because, like, their out of shape is way better than my, even if I tried to be in I'm shape. I'm not really paid $100,000 to play this game. No. If I was paid $50,000 <laughs> to play professional, eight, you could put me in, like, a beer league hockey that paid me money. If you could put me in a beer league hockey that paid me money and I could pay my mortgage, you bet your ass I would be working out, I would be on the ice all the time, and these guys got to learn how to rehab. I don't know what's going on. I'm not these people, so I, I don't know shit about it. So I'm not going to – that's not a slight on I, them. So. I'm just saying. It's, it, it, I feel so you gotta funny. you got to do your due diligence. I, I, I find it funny because, like, I'm over here, like, all chubby and, 
and soft. And I'm just like, yeah, man, these, this dude really needs to get back in shape. Dude, you got to do it. I feel like it. such a douchebag. You just got to do what I do. You just got to get depressed and not eat. It's pretty sweet. I get depressed and then I just stuff my face. I go the complete opposite direction with that. And then you shave new patterns in your face. Oh, Deacon dude. actually shaved lightning bolts. Lightning bolt sideburns. On my balls. <laughs> Actually, Trump got elected. Are you sure it wasn't those kind of lightning bolts? Again, my balls. <sighs> so you got these guys coming back. Their fate is their own hands, but Sammy Watkins needs to be that guy. He needs to be a guy. Don't even dare try playing footsie with me. Um, Stefan Gilmore. Another bright spot. You you think these defensive backs came back with an attitude, huh? A little bit. I mean, you know, he came out. He had two picks. He took A.J. Green out of the game. A lot of good things there. He did have a touchdown blatantly thrown on him. But, hey, he can't win them all. He had, he had what, like three, three passes defense, though? Good. Thanks. We needed you this week, man, and we got you. So, thanks. About time. But what couldn't the Bills do with the ball? Oh, don't get me started. Don't get me started on that. Okay, get me started. Yeah, that pissed me off. Give man. us your game review real quick that, if no, you want. No, this, all right, no, this all right, pissed me you, you off. Just go man. there. Gilmore got that pick, and he had a nice return. He got that shit down to the Cincinnati three. And we weren't able to score a touchdown. Now, I know Tyra, he got across the goal line, but there was a hold. And I like to think when there's a hold in that situation, you know, I'm going to go to bat for you incognito. Like, if there wasn't the hold, it probably wouldn't have been a scoring play. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like to try to apply that logic to it. But the fucking penalty killed us, man. I mean, we got we got three out of it. And Dan Carpenter... I'm always the first one to criticize him, but he is this game's MVP. Hands down, dude scored 10 of our 16 points. I I can't shit on him. He was lights out. And that 54-yarder in the third quarter, I mean, that was that was the lead that won us the game. We never we never lost that. So Dan Carpenter. MVP. Congratulations Dan Carpenter, MVP. I'm pretty psyched on Dan Carpenter, I got to say. You know, like we were talking earlier, the Nuge, he hasn't really missed. He's the co-MVP. I wrote it on the board. Look, co-MVP. Two missed PATs. (laughs) Hey, it was great, though, not seeing the Bills on that list with missed PATs. If you were to tell me to be good at the season. They were missing them left and right all over the damn league. So... Believe it or not, Dan Carpenter already, because it feels like Lindell was here for like 30 years, um, he leads the Bills, the franchise, for the most 50-yard field goals. Nice. Isn't that crazy? Nice stat. Yeah. So he's a really accurate kicker, and we don't give him enough credit. Yeah, he's no he's no Steve Christie, but well, I, I don't know if we don't get not. I I, I never mind. I said that you you take I, that however way you want to take it. I mean, I shit on him every time he fucks up. I'm not going to even deny that. 
I feel like this game, like this game, we we've been I've been railing personally about the CBA. No, but you know what? Hold on, and stuff, just a couple. And I, all technique just sucks. Just just to run back though, maybe I'm just being nice because his wife's going around talking about you know bending dude's ball. Why am I? Why does my balls keep coming up? But no, I'm. I think I'm just scared of his wife now. I like it. I think that was awesome. What oh you yeah! Said. Oh yeah! No, like, I, incredible. I, I love it, but well, I, um, might, I might talk a little bit less shit now. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm running scared, man. I think it's unfair though that these kickers have so much pressure. At the same time, I look at it like this is the part of the game that's like golf. And what makes I think guys really good at at kicking yeah, did is you, not getting in your head. Did you see Chad Ochocinco? No. Tweeted at the Bengals. <laughs> the picture of him taking the taking the kick there. He's like, just so you know, I'm available and I like pressure situations. <laughs> Officially put his name in the hat for kicker. Wouldn't that be funny? Yo, it would be great. It would be hilarious. Well, I mean, if he did that, it would pad his resume. To really make him a, a surefire Hall of Famer. You know, played two positions. <laughs> retired. Unwillingly. And that guy's pretty funny. On a sidebar, I did go off watching um, Terrell Owens and Chad Ochocinco sitting with, I believe it was Skip Bayless. And uh, Stephen A. Smith over to air. Like I watched these YouTube clips about six months ago. Awesome. And it was about, you know, T.O. was bitching about not being a Hall of Fame, which is really a shame. I mean, you know what? I'm just going to go there because we never have a chance to really talk about this. Just real quick, on T.O. in the Hall of Fame, that's a crock of shit. And as (laughs) as, as we keep getting... Yo, as we keep getting deeper, like, this just started out as a podcast where I'm, like, on the phone with a dude. And I'm, like, I should just put this out there because people aren't saying this. And Deacon calls me the next day. Uh, I want to be on this shit. Let's do it. Okay, cool. And here we are, 94 podcasts later. Um, and, and honestly, it's like, these guys are full of shit. These media guys are full of shit. A lot of them. I swear, you go on Monday morning quarterback, they must have a they must have a policy for these a lot of these guys where anytime they do interviews, they don't ever rip on the refs. And no disrespect to Peter King, but he's always just trying to just rub the balls in the right direction. You know what I mean? He's stroking Goodell. He's stroking the rest. Oh, it's not that bad. No, dude. It is. Why are you making excuses? These guys can't do their job. Stop. Yeah, they fucking suck. And these guys are the ones who vote. Oh, well, T.O., he, uh, you know, he said some shit. He was a cancer to locker rooms. Look at his stats. Are you serious? Are you serious? But Marvin Harrison's arrest record doesn't come up? Like, I'm sorry, but <laughs> no, T.O. You aren't. T.O. is this shit, okay? Say what you want. I saw T.O. Um, when he was out of the NFL, he was playing like indoor ball. I don't think it was arena. I think it was indoor ball, and he scored a touchdown. And he got on the mic, and he was like, well, and he pretty much ripped on the competition he was playing with. Oh, I mean, at this level, I mean, I kind of expected it. And it's like, 
whoa, like, yeah, you're a douche. But that doesn't keep you out of the Hall of Fame. And I think it's ridiculous. No, the Hall of Fame is full of douchebags. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Now with all this domestic violence shit coming out, well, guess what? CTE ain't something new. Nope. So it's been around for years. Many wives have been beaten. Many guys have done some crazy shit. And honestly, it's like those guys are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So it does. It, it's like he's going to get in eventually. Can we just get this process over with? You just got to have like a blue chip section. I know you don't want to overload the thing, but Steve Tasker needs to be you know, in there. I was just about so to like, say, who? I, I really don't give a shit as long as Tasker gets in at some point. And that's the thing. Is you got Peter King lobbying for that, and supposedly Bill uh, Marv Levy showed him tape, and here's uh, six in play, please, you know, whatever. I, I get it, but these homers who who are obviously they're in the media, and some are very good at their jobs, some are just dipshits. When you got guys, I'm not going to rip on them again, and I, I've already tweeted at him this, and. I got at Rodak earlier uh, after that game because within two minutes. Oh, I did too. <laughs> within two minutes, Rodak has an article up about, well, the Bills may have won this game, insert score, but yada, yada, yada. Okay, Mr. Fucking Integrity. Like, I get it. You got to streamline the process. That's the game. Yeah, this but is don't the write same... some bullshit that's uh, like, I don't understand. You know, these guys like him, like Sal Capaccio, all the media guys, they like him. No, that's, you know, I mean, this is the douchebag that got, that got caught fucking tweeting at himself anyways, though. From a different account. No, no, he forgot. That's, a, that's exactly, exactly it. He forgot to switch his account. Tweet, tweeting replies to himself and shit. Fuck so you. So there's another mark of, of no integrity. And it's like, dude, Mike, I know you got a job to do, but really, like, really. And do you have any passion? I know the Pats are your favorite team, dude. But if I was covering the Pats, I would do a good job at it. You got to have people reading your articles. Why won't you put like a little more of a positive spin on it? Not even positive. More of a more of a what happened at the very, very, very end, and yada yada yada. Within two minutes, this article's up. Right. I'm like you're not read. You're not writing these articles for fans of other teams. They're not your primary audience. Bills fans are. But by the same token, I did see like about 40 other social media posts about look at what this douchebag had to write. He's getting more shares than we are because he's being such a fucking dick. Yeah. And, and I you feel know like I'm cussing a lot you know for a win episode. Me too. Me too. And you, you know what? No, no, but usually it's, it's on the loss episodes. Well, we we had an ugly win, and as Bills fans, we don't appreciate these wins. And when we watch other teams, we don't consider other teams winning at the last, you know, like really just holding on isn't a good win. We just we we just, or, or a, a bad win. We just take it personal as Bills fans because we are looking for love. We are looking for just consistency. Can we just go in there and just take this team, grab them by the throat, teabag them, drag them? Off the field and score touchdowns. That's all we really want to do is drop our nuts. That's so it. wait, we're you're suggesting we sexually assault the other team? No, it was um, no metaphorically speaking. Yes. Do you know what that means? <laughs> you're kind of giving me a blank stare across the table here. I'm scared. You look. You look good though. 
look real good. Like real, real good. I wish people could see you right now as they're saying that. <laughs> Deeks has always had a beard, okay? And he's got this thing going on. And I don't know what I even... This is weird. I, I'm i really, like, creep. I'm not really that creeped out, but... I shaved the beard. In the middle of November, no less. Yeah, and he has no sideburns. Nope, took it all the way up. They're even above his glasses. <laughs> took them all the way up. No, I, I don't know why you did that. Had to be done. That's okay. It grows back in a week. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I care what you do. It's just different. So I just can't say anything you're saying. Oh, wow. But anyways, as Bills fans, that's what we want. And sometimes we're not going to get it. We're not always going to get the greatest victory. We're not usually going to get it. I mean, I want to win every game 77-3. to I will give credit where it's due. Uh, that felt like a game where the refs were out of the way. It really wasn't bad. The Bills, now, right. granted, no. the Bills had a lot of penalties in the first half. And there were some of them where I was like, yeah, come on. Like, Jerry let Hughes, it go. Jerry Hughes' stupid-ass penalty during that game. I mean, Jerry, what are you doing? Ramming. You're not a ram. Stop. Play's over. Ref's in front of you. That's the stupidest shit ever. I hate. Uh, 15 yards is so far. Yeah, no. If you're going to take 15 yards, get their quarterback out of the game. Just, like, go kick him in the kneecap. If you're going to get 15 yards for no fucking reason. And you could try it twice before you get kicked out. Remember Phil Jackson had that one dude? Um, he knew that a player, I forgot, like, what? I don't know if it, who they were playing. Maybe it was the Knicks. That could be, or maybe it was a Cavalier. I, I don't know shit. But there was a game that was, like, really famous where essentially there was a dude on the bench that Phil Jackson essentially, like, he was never going to play. Just went out there. It might have been against the Knicks and Patrick Ewing. I could be just spewing a bunch of shit. Anyways, he was pretty much put out there to be the troll, to get the guy antagonized, to get him to fall out, and, like, to really flip out. And whatever, I don't know if the dude followed out. I don't know if the dude got kicked out of the game. But the dude served his purpose. But Jerry Hughes, I don't want you to be that guy. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, if you're going to... If you're going to do some dumb shit, do some productive dumb shit. Right? Get ignorant. That's probably bad advice. It's very bad advice because it seems like every every week we're hearing about two ACLs. Yeah, no, you seriously. Know, they, like, they don't need any more help getting hurt than they already do. How, I mean, how look, at they, the, look at the notes I took here. McCoy goes out, misses the second half, has to have surgery. Woods... Blanton's probably going to miss the game against Jacksonville. Hurt his foot on the second-to-last play of the game, which blows because we're already super thin at safety. He's not the greatest to start with. You got a Digbo. I learned how to say his name. It's not a Digbo. Yeah, it is. It's a t- I, yo, I had this earlier. They call him Dig, all right? And yes, the Digbo. Yeah. Well, it was so funny because uh, dude on the but TV. But then, then I mean, no, look, look, let's keep let's keep going here because Cincinnati lost. We 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 tore Giovanni Bernard's ACL. He's on season-ending injured reserve. He played two plays after he tore his ACL, though. That's that's the toughest shit. Respect, I ever heard. right there. Probably adrenaline. But Respect. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even like. There wasn't even like a stoppage about it. There's a motocross rider who uh, tore his ACL, and he kept riding. 
you know, AJ Green, he fucked up his hamstring good. Doesn't require surgery, but he's going to be out several weeks. May or may not see him again. If they this say season. four weeks, I don't. Yeah, that hamstring. And uh, then you got Drake Kirkpatrick. He's the dude who got the, the little interception on Tyrod there. He went out with a knee. He's going to miss a week. So, I mean, that game was rough on both sides. It was treacherous. You know, they, they were tearing each other up out there. I thought it was. Um, Got to give it to it wasn't physical. The, it wasn't the prettiest game. No, it really wasn't. At all. But um, to, be, like to just times. be on the winning side of it, that's all we're looking for. And we need to. I don't really believe in momentum. I believe in confidence. And. This team needs to be confident going against Jacksonville at home. I don't take any team in the NFL as a given. I just don't. And, and you could say that as a Bills fan, especially because we've seen it how many times. Yeah, no, it, it has me, like, nervous because Rex made that comment about, like, they're, they're a talented team, but they have, they have bad luck or whatever. He made, right. he made that little comment. I'm like, yeah, wait. <laughs> Look, look at who who we are. You can't even say that. We have the worst luck. If Walt Anderson is a, is a ref, I'm sorry, Walt. I'm probably going to throw something on the field. Kick me out now. Dildo? Do it. Do it. You won't. Isn't it funny they're probably going to search for dildos now? Like if you're, I hate to think where they're going to be looking. If you're the Pagulas or you're like... It seems like the Bagulas are really taking a hard stance of cleaning up this team, a.k.a. being more conservative. And meanwhile, you got Bills fans going to Cincinnati and throwing themselves through tables. Fuck yeah. Can we live a little bit? That I'm sorry. People want to call it an embarrassment that people are banging in a grass lot and doing whatever. Yo, funnest fans in the league, if you ask me, we're always down to party because we don't got a fucking choice. And I am not a partier, but I'm ready to go. Actually, I'm really that guy that's like, do we really have to leave this early so I can just go stand around and drink beer? I don't even like drinking beer. Actually, I picked up drinking lately because I have no life, and it's been pretty cool. I kind of – there's like a a shock top that apparently is made by Budweiser. I don't know. But I actually like it. I get it to Amrix games, you know, so. Cool. Yeah, cool story. But, uh, yeah. I like that these fans are rabid. It's so entertaining. It is so entertaining. And me and you might do too many bong rips and make dumb videos, which we haven't made any game previews. But that's okay because they take a lot of effort. They take a lot of effort. I did shoot Sam Tripoli, though, our YouTube link. I was like, look. With the text, I was like, look. Uh, I don't know if you need any help, any video or anything like that. Well, I want to write some articles for the website because I want to write some Peter King style going deep type shit. Because I really want to rail. I got I to gotta get my ref segment on paper. Because I've been hammering about refs for a while. I got to get my CBA thoughts out there that we've talked about. But punchdrunksports.com in case you're wondering. So, you know, I sent him our link and I was like, look, you're a comedian. You know funny. And we don't think this is gold at all. But just look at the timing. And if you need anything in a pinch. You know, because I do miss making videos. That was so fun. I had I had a blast. I mean, looking back, it's really stupid what we did, but it was fun. Yeah, it had nothing it was. to do with the game. We had a loudmouth alter ego. Yeah, I mean, fuck you know? it, it was cool. Yeah, I had a really good time with that. 
Um, we should we should get back at it one of these days. Not tonight, though. I am way too tired for that shit. Look, Wednesday, we'll be on Facebook. Ask us anything. We don't know anything, but we like to talk about it. We like to have theories. And by the way, Marcel Darius actually was pretty good. Yeah. Kyle Williams, come on. Oh, man. You know, there's not a there's not a stat sheet on earth that can tell you that story. He's so everywhere. He's so smart. He's like the dude that shows up to the court with the knee pads on and the volleyball elbow pads sometimes, and he's just ready to just like post up and just you know just hit the corner of that that box in the backboard, and you're just like, yo, I just got old school. And Kyle Williams is like a year older than me. At 33, and he's like grandpa of the team. Like we've talked about that before. Yo, he's like he's that like pops. He's like that like old faithful hunting dog. I mean, not that I know because I've never spent like a willing like more than 15 minutes out outside. Anything over that was completely against my will and like forced. But he's exactly like that. I would imagine that old faithful hunting dog to be. Sorry about the. As in, scene. he's old and he will go out and just kill whatever needs to be killed. Yeah, he, you <laughs> you can just tell he really studies. Um, he he really studies the technique of the players across from him because he always has a move. He always has something that he can nail to penetrate, and a lot of times, that's you know I thought Adolphus Washington actually exploded off the ball. Yeah, like that dude yeah. is just wow. And you're just seeing these the front seven just everywhere. The defensive backs, they did a fair job. I got it. They came back, and, and whatever Rex did, what I like about Rex is he put them on blast in the media, right? Now, technically, he's not lying. It's not like he's going to Corey White like, look, the media is going to ask you questions. Just pretend like you have a shot. Because the truth is, he does have a shot. And if he plays better than Darby... He will do it. And why does Rex keep these guys unmuzzled for situations like this? Because then Corey White can go, you know, I can't wait to get the opportunity. I'm going to be working my ass off, yada, yada, yada. And what what does that do? He really believes it. You're telling me Darby ain't going to hear that? You're telling me these guys aren't going to hear that on the team and work harder and and do whatever they got to do? You want a coach to be able to pick this team up and there's been a few situations this year where Rex has given this team a spark. And that's what I like about Rex Ryan. It's not hold tight like Dave wants that. Well, the defense is on Dave. That's the one gripe I had with Shane Gailey. I did not care that they gave Fred Jackson a ball more. I did not. I, in fact, thought that Fred Jackson should have been getting a ball even more because he was always positive yards. And you give it to some kid who can't, he does not understand the blocking scheme, and, and it took him three years to figure it out, and then Doug Moron comes in and changes it. Drink again. So everything has to come together, you know, and I just want to see overall just, like, consistent play. If you see a guy used this way and it works, can we keep doing it? And I feel like Rex put some guys on notice. These guys have already shown that they can do it. Stephon Gilmore was a lot more physical. He was tuned in. That's the stuff that we had last year. That is the Stephon Gilmore that we've expected all year. 
Granted, an interception hit him right in the hands off of a tip. I don't care. He still caught it. Yep. Because, again, just like the Brady stats, just like wins and losses, we go at the end of the year and we go, okay, he had X amount of interceptions. And only if he only had two and you're a team looking out there and those two outweigh a cornerback who doesn't have any, it's still on the stat sheet. You're not going to go, here's an asterisk. This one fell right into his hands. He should have caught it because fact is we're all humans and he could easily drop the ball. We've seen the ball go through Steph's hands many times. So I'm not even I'm not even worried about this coach like at all. I, I like that they're making adjustments. And the second halves of these football games, Seattle and Cincinnati, unreal. Absolutely unreal. And even Rex was busting chops saying, I feel like we should run through plays and, and warm-ups. That way we come out out the gate hot, you know, defensively. And they've been really smothering these teams in the second half, the defense. Oh, yeah. But we still had our drive down the field moment. But that's what we we shouldn't have been in there. The offense should have been able to get another first down on about three more drives. And this is where you wish the Bills could just seal the deal. But Tyrod Taylor, again, to wrap up, after that interception, very timid. Very, very timid. Um, anything else on that? Are you good? I'm good. I'm over here yawning and shit. All right. Wednesday, Facebook Live. We'll be up there. Come interact. Come talk some shit. 7 p.m. Oh, oh, stereo. It's class on the top. Facebook.com, Numbills fan. Brought to you by BillsForLife.com. Love those dudes. Check them out. And PunchDrunkSports.com, as always. And NumBillsFan.com. That's us. Look for the game preview on Friday-ish to Saturday, the article. And another podcast this week, possibly tomorrow, Wednesday, or the day after, or Friday, or Saturday. Um, Adam should be scheduled to be on a podcast with the Jags. All right, so there it is. Yeah, no, not actually with the Jags, though. You're not I'm going to be on a podcast about the Jags, not with the Jags. It's called uh, Generation Jaguar. And I'll tell you the details next time because I don't know them. <laughs> All pros. NumBillsFan.com. Find me on Twitter at NumBillsFan and Instagram us at NumBillsFan on Instagram because we kill the gram from time to time. Sometimes. At NumBills, Adam D is the guy with the skin showing, skin shaved face right now. Some little patches, blotches. Yeah, you're all right. It's called a mustache. I'm not making fun of you. I love you. Yeah, sure you do. That's what they all say. Find us on Facebook. Don't forget Wednesday, 7 o'clock. We need to see more people in there. Yeah. You know, we get some great traction. Don't get me wrong. We get some great traction. You know, we would call it the best Facebook show in the league, and we've had some pretty heavy competition. So, like, yeah, so but all you listeners, come get in there and be like, "Hey, but on the show, you said, yeah, 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 and make us eat our words, like, please." We're trying. We're to, wrong. We're, we're trying wrong to a lot. We want. We're trying. It's a test to see who notices now. Oh, by the way, shout out to Reggie Bush for two receptions. He looked pretty cool. I thought he was going to take it to the house. Um, just looked up at the whiteboard. But, yeah, Reggie Bush was all right. Oh, uh, well, that was actually in there in the we only have four receivers left category. Right. 
So throw him the ball. We 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 need all the help we can get. He looked all right. He looked nice. He looked Yo, nice. Yo, shut up. Numbillsfan.com. We out.